Hello and welcome to Health, Wealth, and Everything Else. It is Thursday, November 1st. Beautiful sunny morning here in St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Pat Herlandy, and I'm joined as always by Kyle Wheeler. Kyle, how you doing? Doing good, Pat. It's a little bit cold outside, but it feels like fall, and that's that's a good feeling, especially when for a while it felt like we skipped the season. Um, I'm not too sad that Halloween stuff is over. I never really did get to uh, any like value scare or any stuff like that, but um, you know, as you guys heard probably from my last our last podcast here, um, there's been a lot of other things going on, and that's good too. So I'm glad to be out enjoying the weather and excited to talk about uh, some football. So hopefully you guys are sports fans. Oh yeah, real quick though, Kyle, I got a question for you. Are you uh, ready for Christmas? Because <laughs> uh, 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 now that Halloween's over, it's Christmas season. I'm, uh, I'm ready to start decorating, playing the music. No. Just kidding, guys. It's November 1st. Thanksgiving is like three weeks away still. Let's chill out one at a time. Yeah. Thanks to her, Christmas is like two months away. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah. But like Kyle said, uh, we're uh, going to talk a little football today. Bear with us, guys. We're outside with Kilo walking. So if you hear some weird noises, it's just we're having fun with Kilo. Uh, it is. We just had week eight close up in the NFL, so that's the halfway point. Most teams who haven't had a bye, or all teams who haven't had a bye, have played eight games, so they've gone halfway through the season. So we wanted to talk a little half-season awards. So like MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, kind of the usual usual suspect. Yeah, so I mean, kind of laid them out. We got Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, um, MVP, Rookie of the Year, so kind of four individual awards. We are going to give you guys our su- surprise yeah, we got a surprise team, our disappointing team, and then our, uh, was it, our Mike, no, I, mean, I always our butcher his name, Dennis Denny Green. Green. Yeah. Denny Green Award, they are who we thought they were. So, um, guys, right off the bat right here, think about who your teams would be, who your players would be. Uh, drop a comment. I believe you could do that on Spotify. Uh, some of these uh, media sharing sites you can. Either way, let us know through the, through the Instagram post or wherever you can. Um, it'll be fun to see what your guys' thoughts were and how they compare. So first one uh, I think we should go with here is uh, the, probably the most exciting one every year, which is Offensive Player of the Year, or one of the most exciting, yeah. Offensive Player oh, yeah. of the Year. Pat, who stands out uh, to you? Uh, to me, for Offensive Player of the Year, well, there are a couple standouts. You Clearly the quarterbacks and, like, um, Patrick Mahomes, you could throw a Drew Brees in there. But uh, to me, the guy is Todd Gurley for Offensive Player of the Year. He's uh, at 15 touchdowns already. The NFL record's 31. If he had just run that last-second touchdown in against the Packers, he'd have 16. He'd be ahead of pace. He might break that record, and it's an incredible season. Just watching him run for the Rams, it's he can break one at any time. He's almost in slow motion part of the time. He's super exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, that's a really solid pick. I got Todd on my fantasy team. Um, literally would be undefeated if I didn't make a dumbass trade and uh, – Send away my second best running back, Joe Mixon, for Rob Gronkowski, who's literally done shit for me since I've gotten him. And Mixon's just gone off. He was injured at the time. Anyway, we'll move on. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure a lot of you guys had a similar pick. Um, the guy has been electric, not only with what he's done, but what, he, what he's got out of his teammates. So, yes, Gurley's putting up insane numbers. But as far as, like, offensive player of the year, I do think it goes outside of yourself a little bit, outside of that player. The guy's got a bunch of rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Kareem Hunt is still killing it as a running back. 
His tight end is now legitimately the number one tight end in the league. He's got a wide receiver that was maybe top 20 before that's literally being talked about as being number one in Tyreek Hill. And Sammy Watkins is having one of the best seasons he's ever had. So hard to argue that it's not because of Patrick Mahomes, especially because this same team existed last year and didn't do nearly as well. Yeah, see, all those reasons you just outlined are actually why I have Patrick Mahomes as my MVP. So that's kind of why I chose Todd Gurley for Offensive Player of the Year. They usually don't have – it's not the same person winning each award, if you remember. Uh, When Adrian Peterson went over 2,000 yards, I think he won MVP. And Peyton Manning had a crazy year. He won, like, Offensive Player of the Year. So they switch votes. That's why I chose Todd Gurley. Uh, just for everything you outlined, Patrick Mahomes is making his team better. He's turning that team into just an electric factory every week. He's throwing passes with his left hand while he's going down. He's running around bootlegging. He's running like 80 yards to throw up 15. He's just insane in the um, in the pocket. And we share a name, Patrick. There aren't many Patricks out there. Got to love him for that. Oh, there's plenty of Patricks, but I got to... I got to disagree as far as MVP goes. Sounds like Pat's pick is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Todd Gurley would be my number two. And so, coincidentally, um, you uh, you picked him for your offensive player of the year. Um, I'm going to go with – oh, we got uh, we got some dog friends coming, so I'm going to call my dog over. Keel, come on, bud. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I hate the Packers, and I hate Aaron Rodgers. But it's hard to deny that. He is literally carrying the worst team in the NFL. They've drafted defensive players in the top two rounds last, I think, what, four years. They still absolutely blow. Jair Alexander's doing okay, but that Josh Jackson guy has been just shit. They traded away their only decent safety in HaHa Clinton Dix, and I don't think anyone is counting them out to still be a Super Bowl contender at the end of the year. Um, And, I mean, like no one else... No other player gets traded away for fumbling with two minutes left because their quarterback had a chance to go win it, unless your quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. And that's what happened to Ty Montgomery last week. Uh, I just think that his team is the absolute worst, but he can beat any team. He was literally a fumble away from having more, way more than enough time to walk down the field and win a game against the 7-0 undefeated number one team in the league, LA Rams. So my pick is Aaron Rodgers. Um, as a Vikings fan, I am disgusted at what I just heard come out of your mouth. I'm glad we have it on tape, so it's just marked indelibly in history. The fact that you were just caressing Aaron Rodgers right there, just, just, it was disgusting, guys. I'm speechless. Uh, his team, whatever, have they won four games? They're three and whatever. They're four, oh yeah, they're three. No, they're three and four. I don't know how you can have an MVP from a losing team. That's like <clears throat> Anthony Davis in the NBA years ago when they were missing the playoffs, but, oh, he's such a stud, give him the MVP. No, they don't do that because you can't give it to a losing team. Patrick Mahomes is way better statistically already this year i get it his team is way more talented he's got a way better coach the weapons around him are disgusting but it's his second year he's just putting up all the stats he may break the touchdown record uh you gotta give him mvp you know what you make a decent point about his record i i'm just being honest i hated aaron Rodgers for the first like what 10 years of his career and denied that he was that good but at this point it's you can't really deny how good he is and um gosh what was the point that you just made 
Uh, so with MVP, um, gosh, what did you just say about uh, the? Uh, he might break the passing record. No, or you're talking about the, Mahomes, right? Yeah, that's something he said about Rodgers that. Uh, he had, he's not statistically as good this year. He doesn't have the touchdown stats. He, granted, his team is worse, like you detailed, but... Yeah, I don't know. So maybe it was the three and four thing, but uh, I absolutely think that he is, uh, without him out there, um, he is literally... That Packers team maybe doesn't have a win. Like, they almost lost to Chicago because he was injured. Uh, they, t- they should have lost to the Vikings. They should have lost almost every game. And uh, but but that's Aaron Rodgers being hurt. Um, anyway, I'll circle back to it because I feel like you had started to make a really good point for my case. The one thing I will say, as far as uh, my argument, is if you Patrick Mahomes still has, even though that team was just good last year, and now they're great offensively, they still are stacked. Whereas Rodgers is throwing to Equinemia, St. Brown, um, Gerard. Sebastian Valdescanting. That's not actually his name, but it's pretty damn close, actually. Um, he's Geronimo Allison. Like, who are these people, and how are they doing so well? Uh, it's because of Aaron Rodgers. So, let's, I digress. Let's move on. Um, defensive player of the year, Pat, who do you got? Uh, pretty obvious pick here, guys. Aaron Donald. He's a wrecking machine. He's just uh, destroys offensive linemen on a daily basis. If I was having to go against him, I would have to wear a diaper because I'd just be shitting myself. It would be terrible. Yeah, Manchild, Aaron Donald, uh, a great pick. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually go with uh, the NFC North again. Uh, it's, it's hard to say that Cleo Mack isn't the best player in the league. Keel, got more people coming up, guys. It's hard to say that he is not the best player in the league. Best um, player or defense? Player in the league, one of them, See, if I not would, top I, five. I would. I mean, I would agree that it's a defensive player. I would just go with my pick. I think Aaron Donald is like leaps and bounds the best. Here's my thing. I think Cleo Mack statistically, I don't have it in front of me, but I think he's got more sacks. I think even though yes, he is an exterior rusher, um, he's got more forced fumbles, interceptions. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, over there it is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Kilo, come. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to walk around in St. Louis Park and not be harassed by someone. We're like five feet onto the the property of uh, <laughs> of apparently a treatment center, and one of the par- patients yeah, it looked we, like um, yeah, wasn't we, too excited about it. No, so we, uh, um, we move out of her way, and then she yeah, her. yeah, we moved out of her way because we were walking down the path, and yeah, and we were trying to be respectful, and then she got mad that we moved out of her way. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, so Achilleo Mack, again, uh, an NFC North rival. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy's absolutely crushed it. I know he's been injured, uh, and that doesn't help his case. But Aaron Donald's got what? Brockers, whatever his first name is, Brockers, whatever. Uh, a stud defensive tackle next to him. He's got Ndamukong Sue. Um, they got another absolute stud back there. They are the most stacked team in the league by far uh, And when you look at their roster, and a lot of it's on defense. So, to me, like him being a great player, it's hard to know where his talent starts and where just the rest of the team uh, ends. And so I'm going to go Khalil Mack because he's not only on a much worse team and making them all of a sudden a great team uh, defensively, um, but they're actually missing a few guys defensively. So uh, the fact that they're still top five defensive team is pretty outstanding. My pick, Khalil Mack. Yeah, it's a solid pick. Hard to argue. I can't – it's – yeah, I would just continue to – 
prop up Aaron Donald. I agree their defensive line, you can't argue it's completely stacked, but you look at what he's done in years past without having Indominus Sue next to him. He's still just a wrecking machine. He can uh, create sacks, run defense, do whatever you need. Uh, so just a complete monster. And you just watch him just wreck these offensive linemen, just throw them around. It's pretty insane. So last individual award we got is uh, we got the reward uh, award of uh, rookie of the year, which is always a fun one. Um, so I guess I'll get us started off for rookie of the year. And I know like this is the halfway point. And so I'm going to cheat a little bit, I think, because I, I imagine that it's supposed to be what have they done this far? And I'm going to say my pick is not just based on what he's already done, Kilo, Kilo, but, uh, but what I think he's going to do the rest of the year. So that's going to be um, Baker Mayfield. Kilo, come on, bud. Uh, because not only is he leading the, just an absolute embarrassment of a franchise, uh, a franchise that just fired their head coach and offensive coordinator, and somehow this rookie quarterback who's been doubted since day one is supposed to lead them through it. Uh, but they've actually got a couple wins. They've got twice as many as last year, at least. Um, and I don't think they had any the year before. <laughs> no, and, last year was the year they had none. The year before they had oh, one. Got it. So yeah. d- double their total from the last two years combined. Um, and I do think they're going to get at least two more wins this year, maybe three or four. And uh, and I mean, let's be honest, they should have won more games. Like they were missing game-winning field goal kicks from 35 yards out. So uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, they were. That was before, as rookie of the year. That was before they even had Baker Mayfield back uh, in the pocket, though. I think. Really? At least one yeah. of them he was there. Well, the, remember, he didn't start the year. That first game when they tied with the Steelers, they missed, like, yeah. four kicks well, I just or saw whatever. Well, I just saw this argument <laughs> happening, though, on uh, ESPN, like, first take or something. They were saying how he should have at least one more win. Yeah, I would agree as well. I think the Browns are actually a really talented team. I think that they, they've been picking so high in the draft for so many years. They've just amassed some talent. Miles no Garrett. Zero. Yeah, their really coaching is terrible. Their head coach now? Literally, Bounty Gate guy, Greg yeah. Williams, and he's literally a line sack of shit. How can you even look up to your coach? He just told that guy he was literally banned from coaching in any capacity in the NFL a couple yeah. years ago, and now he's got a head coaching gig. Yeah. That is pretty well, insane. I don't know if you guys saw the, re, uh, the reports that just came out, but he was, uh, I, I heard him say it. They had a video recording and everything of him saying that he turned down four head coaching offers this offseason and that two of them were just like they just emailed they just mailed him the contract they didn't want an interview or anything um they just trusted him that much. they just like yep, we like you we want you this bad um and so uh, obviously everyone believes that that's a total bold-faced lie no one turns on a head coaching job why are you a coordinator in the nfl if you don't want to be a head coach yeah you're basically doing the same responsibilities for half the pay if that and uh and you have to listen to someone else's rules and, and and whatnot, and you don't get any credit. So there's that, and then there's the fact that he hasn't even had a top 10 defense in like, I think 10 years or something. It's been a long time since he's had a top defense. And so everyone was saying if he was going to have those offers, that it would have been like 10 years ago, and it wouldn't be happening now. Maybe it was more like five years ago, but either way, it's been a while, and it doesn't make sense that he'd be getting those offers now. And instead of taking four other head coaching jobs, he would take defensive coordinator for the fucking Browns. Yeah, so. that's a joke. And uh, I can't imagine that they're, they're not going to keep him after this year. They're talking about, like, getting the Oklahoma coach because of the Baker Mayfield connection or whatever. They're just not keeping Greg Williams. 
Uh, real quick, though, back to my rookie of the year pick. In my opinion, this is actually the easiest award to give out. I don't see how you could give it to anyone else but Saquon Barkley. The guy's a complete monster. Has no offensive line. Has a joke for a quarterback throwing him the ball. Still puts off, puts up disgusting numbers. I've had him on my fantasy team, and uh, he's been just electric to watch. So much fun. Those legs are just fucking pillars of steel. So I don't know how you could give it. Baker Mayfield, he's not even the second, uh, or he's not even the best quarterback rookie this year sam darnold's been better than him on a much worse team yeah the browns like i said they're much more talented than the jets the jets are awful they they have some quality wins beating the lions at home sam darnold is younger than baker mayfield he's thrown more touchdowns probably thrown more interceptions but that's gonna happen if you remember peyton manning just lit the league on fire with interceptions his rookie year so i just think it's saquon barkley I mean, first of all, Sam Darnold having a worse team than the Browns. I totally disagree. He, you named one marquee win over the Lions, who are about to be, what, 3-5, and 3-6 and six, uh, after they lose to the Vikings. That win came. Um, literally, they, they admitted that it came only because they knew the Lions' play call. Like, I don't know, they never said exactly how they knew, but they literally admitted that they knew every single play that was being called. And you can tell. They picked out, they had, like, what, two pick sixes? Um, they batted down like every pass. They stuffed every run. I mean, it was domination. And then they got absolutely rolled the next week after when everyone thought they were going to be a surprise yeah, team. Yeah, you're kind of helping my point that they're a shit team. The Jets? Yeah, that they had to like cheat, That's... basically steal or know the plays to beat uh, teams. That's the only win that and... Sam Darnold was able, the only well, decent win that he's able to get. Let's move past that point because the other points are even better. You mentioned uh, Saquon Barkley having... Uh, a shit D-line. Let's not forget that they have the most expensive left tackle that they signed. He's like a Nate Soldier. I think he's like an eight-year vet. Um, one of the best tackles in the league. They, yeah, they used their second-round draft pick uh, right after Saquon Barkley on an offensive guard who was considered the second or third best run-blocking offensive lineman in the draft, if not the second best. I think the number one was that Notre Dame Quentin Nelson guy. Um, and uh, I don't so care they have him. What, who they signed or whatever. You watch their games, and their offensive line is well, atrocious. Let's not forget you look either. At the stats, they're just awful. Let's not forget either that Pat Shermer had an even worse offensive line in uh, in Minnesota last year, but did a lot better with it. Um, and so they got a. <laughs> we literally have cars and people and everything kind of surrounding us here. Um, and so I, I really don't think that any of that's an excuse. But Saquon's had a good year. It's just, in my opinion, when you got. One of the best wide receivers in the league, um, taking guys out of the box for you. They got a few good receivers there that are that are opening the field up. Um, I don't think anyone was impressed. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy all the noises today. We literally can't escape garbage trucks. Um, what is that, an insane asylum we walked by earlier? Yeah. Treatment center. <laughs> Treatment center. Um, and construction everywhere we go. Um, but I digress. Let's move on to a uh, surprise team, disappointing team, and uh, we, they are who we thought they were. Pat, who's your surprise team of the year? Uh, we'll run through it real quick. Uh, surprise team of the year for me, um, I would actually go with the Chiefs. They're completely dominant. We detailed Pat Mahomes. Uh, we talked about all their offensive weapons. Uh, Andy Reid, he just continues to get it done. They traded Alex Smith. You have put this no-name Patrick Mahomes before you go into the year. Who knew that they'd be sitting right here? Right. Uh, one lost team, one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. It's a great pick. It's hard to argue with that. I don't think I quite saw them being that good. 
Um, we're going to slowly walk away from that noise. Um, I'm going to go with the LA Chargers. They have like literally 30% of the fans at their games are for their team. The rest are always the opposing fans, so they do not have home field advantage. I believe they already played a game in London, but maybe I'm mistaken there. I think they did against Tennessee, but maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Um, they uh, they got smoked, I believe, week one, which is part of what sets this up. Uh, and they've been missing their best defensive player all season. So it really looked like they were going to struggle this year. I think they're considered a top five team by a lot of, uh, of the NFL experts. So I got L.A. Chargers. For most disappointing team, Pat, do you have someone in mind? Uh Shit, you go ahead. I just had, literally had it. I know. Me. So, so uh, there's a lot of good, good candidates here. Um, I'm gonna go. Gosh, one the team that I gotta go with has got to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that is. Um, what I was gonna you say, gotta yes. pick someone else now. Damn bring it. some, bring some fresh material here. I gotta go to L.A. or I'm sorry, Jacksonville Jaguars. They uh, they were considered a top four Super Bowl contender. Uh, they they were obviously uh, were in the AFC Championship last year. They returned absolutely everyone and got a couple more guys added to the roster. Um, they are like what three and five now. Um, they've been in total embarrassment. They've talked a lot of shit. Now they're all shutting up. Uh, I don't see them even getting eight and eight at best. Um, so that's that's my most disappointing team. All right, I got one. It's not. Uh maybe a little bit of a sad one I, San Francisco 49ers they're disappointing just because their quarterback had a terrible injury and Jarek McKinnon is more di- yeah, disappointing from injuries not from like underperforming so it's less of an exciting disappointing it's more just like oh I feel bad uh, for you guys um, what do you have for team they are who they thought we or we thought they were <laughs> yeah so Denny Green the famous quote they are who we thought they were I think that was when we lost the Cardinals maybe the Vikings I think that's what it was in week like 17 we were supposed to go to the playoffs and we lost like one of the worst teams in the NFL uh, I believe that's the game if I'm not let me know guys um, but uh, that's the famous quote and it's a fun topic so um, also RIP great coach great guy um, but uh, they are who we thought they were I'm going to go with Chicago Bears a lot of people were hyping them up other people thought they were going to suck. I thought, hey, this is the same exact team they are every freaking year. They have a quarterback that shows some flashes, but overall just sucks. They've got a great D, and even though they got some guys on offense, they still kind of suck. I think they're, what, 4-3 and three right now? Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah. And so they're, they're looking okay. You could still talk that they're good. You could still say that they're bad. I think they are who we thought they were. I think they're going to end up somewhere between 7-9 and nine and 9-7. Nine and seven. Of course, missing the playoffs. Back in limbo next year in the draft. And, uh, and still having question marks next year is, if, is Mitch Trubisky the guy and can this team take the next step forward? They did just pay a guy a lot of money, meaning they don't really have any money left to, to get anyone new for the next several years. Okay, I, uh, I chose the Seattle Seahawks. They kind of dismantled their defense going into the year. Earl Thomas had the injury this year, but here they are. Russell Wilson still doing his thing. They go into Detroit last week. They have a dominant win. They're in the division with the Rams, so who the, making the playoffs could be difficult, but they're still a very competent team, a very professional team. Russell Wilson isn't going anywhere. Pete Carroll's still power-chewing that gum on the sidelines, pacing up and down full of energy. So as long as the, I think they got those two guys there, they're going to be just kind of the same team. Start slow. They always pick it up at the end of the year, and by playoff time, they're ready. Awesome, man. Yeah, hey, let, let us know what you guys thought. Uh, I will eventually throw uh a link up on instagram once uh, once we got some more of these sports posts 
uh, up. Uh, but yeah, let us let us know. Send us a text. Send us an Instagram message. Send us an email. Let us know who your picks are, um, so that we can we can give you a shout out yeah, next tell time. Tell us where we're on, guys. Yeah, I want to know. Um, thanks for listening, guys. There will be more sports podcasts uh, about every week or two, so stay tuned. And, and again, let us know what you want to hear. Have a good day.